This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Don't tell me how to do it. That's all I'm saying. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, 100%. Bitch. You feel me? Oh, bitch. I didn't throw bitch in there like you did. All of a sudden, bitch. I was so frustrated with my computer. I didn't have an outlet somewhere. That was it. Can you believe all those years ago we got away with running that audio, the guy being arrested in Washington County? You guys maybe never even heard that. Uh, no, I don't think so. This guy gets, oh, God, we used to run it all. You, there is no way you could run that audio today. That was like 35 years ago. And this guy gets arrested. And it's just, you no, know, there's no video. It's just all audio. But <laughs> you can tell there was one inner city guy. No, I don't know his skin color but he was definitely an inner city guy so that's not what i'm saying but the cop goes uh sir get out of the car he goes what get out of the car sir i don't want to get out of the car i said get out of the car sir you have to get out of the car and the guy looks up and he goes bitch (laughs) b-i-c-h It's one of the greatest of all. And it goes on and on and on for what was that, Brittany? About 15 minutes? Yeah, it's so funny. Because I didn't know which one you were talking about. But yeah, that just like shoot up memories I forgot I even had. I don't want to get out of the car. Like, what what do you mean you don't want to get out of the car? I don't feel like getting out of the car. What do you think of that action? I just remember that over and over. Oh, B I C H. He has to spell it for the cop, which I think, uh, and he spells it wrong. Yeah, that's my favorite part of the whole deal. It's amazing. I don't want to get out of car, bitch. B I C H. Okay, thank. And the great thing about it is, I didn't know the cop, but I got to know him a little bit after he sent it in. And I could tell by the tone of his voice, he was trying not to laugh when the guy was doing yeah. that. Yeah, he's got to be the you know the infor- law enforcement, right? right. So I that happens. Not to laugh. I bet that happens all the time, Tom, right? Like Oh God, yes. Yeah, there's no question about it. that. Happens all the time. Uh okay, the list came out. I have not looked at this Jeffrey Epstein list yet. I haven't watched it on television. I have no idea who's on the list. So I'm uh, right now it's on the Wall Street Journal front page. I'm clicking on it. And the first first person you see is Jeffrey Epstein. There he is right there. Shocker. It looks like about- Did not see yeah. him on the board, to be honest. <laughs> he's on the list. Yeah, exactly. You know what's great about Jeffrey Epstein? Every time they show a picture like this, he's got not one, not two, but three attorneys with him in every picture. <laughs> uh, kind of protecting that you're talking yeah, about? Just a little bit. Okay, so, so far, look, just a little bit. Uh, are these all new names? No, many of them 
uh, unsealed of the unsealed names were previously known. Uh, see, I don't know. I've heard a couple of the names, like Bill Clinton, obviously, has been brought up many times. Yeah. Bill Gates brought up mm-hmm. many times. Yeah. The other ones, I have no idea. Uh, among the high-profile names are some known Epstein associates, including Prince Andrew, Bill Clinton, Donald Trump, Leslie Wexner, as well as Glenn Dubin and Eva Anderson Dubin. I have no idea who Eva Anderson Dubin is or Glenn Dubin. I thought Donald Trump didn't go to his. Oh, it's just his yeah. client list. This is not who was on the island. Well, yeah. So that's it's very deceiving because almost every article throws Trump's name in there, and yep. every when once you actually read the article, it goes, "Well, there's no evidence of wrongdoing." So it sounds like they haven't found anything, but there's one deposition of a girl that says that Epstein told her he, she was going to call Donald Trump so they could meet in Atlantic City at a casino, but they never actually met with Donald Trump. So a lot of these articles feels like they're just throwing his name in there to kind of uh, get clicks, I feel like, at this point. Well, yeah, clicks and it's political. There's yeah. no question. One thing I will tell you, America has never been more political in my life than it is right now. Everything is political now. Everything has to do with who you voted for. Can you do the job? You're really good. You're fantastic. You'd fit perfectly. Oh, you voted the wrong way. Sorry, we can't. What do you care how someone votes? Yeah. Sometimes your your person wins. Sometimes they don't. Would you grow up and accept defeat once in a while? You're not always going to win. I know you're trying to win every election by bringing another 750,000 people in to vote for you. What do you give me the shush sign for? No, sorry. I, this this whole conversation has made me think of a clip from uh, Conan O'Brien's podcast with Jim Downey. Have you seen this? No, I've not. Oh, it, they're just talking about Jeffrey Epstein and uh, Jim Downey. There's a little confusion between them if you want to hear it. Oh, they he doesn't know which guy they're talking about. He it's 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 it ends up being more of a bit as you pick up, but it's it, oh, he plays okay. it off so funny. So okay, I'm ready. This would be great. Much has been said about Jeffrey Epstein. Terrible things. No, no Jeff, Jeff. I'm talking about Jeff Epstein, the New York financier. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're talking about the same Jeff Epstein. No. Yes. No. Yes. I what? I never. I never heard. Oh, it was a big story in the news. Huge. No. Yes, for you to say no one ever Jeff said. Jeff Epstein. Bo- yes. Jeff Epstein. Yes, the financier. With the island. Yes, he had an island yes. that I've never been to. Yeah. yeah. I. I'm pretty sure, with respect, if there was some news about Jeff Epstein, I would have heard. No, I don't know where you, what rock you've been under. It was a huge story, and I have to, Jeff. Epstein is, he, I have to tell you, he's gone. He's dead. What do you mean? He's dead. He's dead. He's no. dead. <laughs> Sorry, nice try. If Jeff, if Jeff Epstein, if Jeff Epstein were deceased, I'm pretty sure I would know about it. Now, I, I admit I've not, probably since the pandemic, I have not talked to him. That would make sense. <laughs> that would make but, sense. But just, that that has become like a now viral meme with the flight logs being released and everything. Well, that it sounds a lot like every, because I was looking for a list, because there was what, it was an 894-page document that yeah, has yep. all these names laid out. And so I was looking for just a condensed list. And so I was like, and as you scroll through all the individual names, Every single name they'll, that says, like, oh, yep, they flew on this day, blah, 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 and then they'll have a quote underneath, and it'll be like, 
I never once was on the plane. Like right. I never had anything to do with it. Yeah. Everybody has the exact copy, same copy and pasted quote. And then underneath it is the evidence laid out. Like, no, nah, here's your flight log <laughs> from point A to point B where you were with him. Uh. Yeah. I have a question for you on that. And, and I'm not trying to say that uh, what went on in that island is any way acceptable. Obviously that's not my point, but if you were invited to go on that island by Jeffrey Epstein and you didn't really know him all that well, you kind of knew him, but didn't know him up close and personal. Mm-hmm. And he was a very wealthy man. He's a billionaire. Did some of those guys go to that island or women go to that island because they thought he was going to invest in their businesses? Is that why some of them went? I think you so. Guys, if Tom or somebody like Tom and Jason, I don't want to use Tom as an example. I'm so sorry. Well, thank, uh, let's take, yeah, let's, let's, let's distance take, Tom from let's Jeffrey take, Epstein. Let's, let's, well, let's Tom, you'd go to an island and rape women. I know yeah. you'd be. Yeah, if we were like working with a guy named Jack and he was a billionaire and he was like, Do you guys want to come to my island? Why? Yes. My... Hell yeah. I and would. can I bring friends? I, I was just going to say, Can I bring Justin? Can I bring Gogo? I don't have friends. Must be nice. But like, I literally would say yes. Yeah. Of course you would. We all would. If you, well, and I'm not saying you're kissing ass. That's not all I'm, that's not what I'm saying at all. It's just if, if he's giving the impression that, hey, I'm a billionaire, I'd like mm-hmm. to invest in some of your ideas. And then you go to his island to meet with him to talk about it. And all of a sudden, you're part of the group. That's yeah. not really fair. And especially with the lengths that he went to kind of recruit whether it was the girls that he was getting or the people to try to come, he'd be like, Hey, Naomi Campbell, the, you know, this fashion model, she's going to be there. All these, you know, popular people. I want to go to that party. And then once you get there and you realize, Oh, this is not, now you can leave or you can, whatever you can try to get out of that situation. But yeah, it's not, you didn't, he wasn't advertising on billboards. Like, Hey, who wants to be part of my sex trafficking ring? Come down to the island. You know, I'm yeah. And like, the thing is, a lot of the names where you go, yeah, like Prince Andrew's a known pedophile. That right. is something that is known. Well, is um, he a pedophile or because it was young, really young women? Is that right? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it was, I think they oh, were all okay. girls under 18. And oh, I mean, that that's like a known thing. Um, like, and that's, I have no problem saying that out loud. That's That's been talked about for years now. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's something that he said too. you know, the more articles I read, uh, late last night and this morning, a lot of it was even the names were people being asked about like, yeah. yep. the, um, and so their name showed up in this document because they were like, did, did you ever see Leonardo DiCaprio? And the lady said, are they, um, one of the victims said no. So like some of the lists of names, you just have to comb through because yeah. even yep. just being asked about, but yeah. I don't know how much this tells us, really. You know, my one billionaire party that I went to was many, many years ago now. We invited, because I used, I was doing voiceover at the time, and this guy owned everything on the planet. So he said, hey, I'm having a Christmas party. You and Catherine want to come? I said, yeah, that'd be great. Again, what am I going to say? This guy's supporting me by hiring me every week to do voiceover. and say, no, I don't want to come to your Christmas party. I would go I went to, to Christmas. Kevin's Christmas party. Okay, like, first of all, don't use me as the <laughs> antithesis of like a cool. Billionaire. I'm just saying he's like a ten, uh, right? Tenionaire. He's uh, right. yeah. <laughs> so, to, uh, like Tom, it makes sense. What was it like? Well, the greatest. It was very interesting. It was over in uh, what's that called over there, the high tone area downtown Minneapolis. North. Uh, you North know, Luke. Luke. right behind where the Guthrie used to be back in the old the North, days. Oh, uh, yeah. Like the North no, Loopish? No, 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 no. I'm talking about over by Loring Park, across Hennepin from Loring Park. What's that neighborhood called again? Mount Curve or some damn thing. 
doesn't yeah. matter. We can we can figure it out. But I went to the party and was very, very high tone. There's no question. It was very cold outside. I brought my lovely uh, girlfriend at the time, Catherine Brandt. She drove her V4 uh, car to the party. It was a four-cylinder. I can't... Vega. Was it a Vega? Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, that's a, that makes sense. Okay, four-cylinder Vega. So one of the hoity-toity rich guys goes he's oh i gotta go home i got a lot to do in the morning i'll see you guys tomorrow he's gone for about five minutes comes back and he goes we're gonna have to call somebody because my car won't start and Catherine said oh i can give you a jump a v4 whatever it is jump started a rolls royce so the guy got to go oh, like, hell yeah. amazing oh amazing. hell yeah i love that story you got the two hundred and fifty thousand dollar car and my $250 car jump started yep. it for you. <laughs> You're welcome. That's amazing. Oh, my God. I love that she was like, I'll go ahead. And he was like, I can't go home. And she's like, oh, I got jumper cables. Right. Yeah, don't worry about it. I got a V4. Don't worry about a thing. <laughs> I'll never forget that. It was great. Judd Zolgad now joining us. Uh, we can't talk about the Timberwolves. No. They're on the slide now like everybody else. Yep. Yep. So what do you want me to talk about? I don't know what to talk about. <laughs> I don't either. The wild, the uh, wolves, uh, the twins are doing nothing. The Vikings are, uh, are, uh, I guess, mercifully going to end their season on Sunday. Uh, I don't even know what to talk about because, as you just said, everyone's in a slide. They are. All teams are in a slide right now. I don't know what the mm -hmm. hell. I suppose that goes on with every team. They're going to have. They're going to hit some bumps in the road and all the rest of it. But Minnesota is really good at going into slumps. Really good yeah, state. We've got, yeah, we've, we've got it perfected, right? We do. We've right. got the slumps perfected. <laughs> we absolutely. We, no, nobody goes into slumps. And Look, the Wolves, I mean, they've had a great year, so it's not a big deal. But at, at least at this point, it's not. But, uh, yeah, it's just sort of fitting that the first week of the year has sort of reflected the history of sports in this town, right? Yeah. Yep. Just pissing people off left and right. <laughs> left and right. So the one good thing is we're only, what now, about six weeks out from uh, spring training? Yeah. What, February at some point in time. Yeah. So we're getting we're getting close. Now, The but to your, you know, to what I said before, the interesting thing is what are the Twins going to do? Because they've oh, literally man. done like one thing so far. They, they signed a journeyman pitcher that nobody knows and – Right now, that's it. But January, I mean, who knows? January could be filled with moves. Yeah, I don't know. When you let, how many people do they let go? Like five or six? Yeah. I, I mean, Something that's like been, that. I mean, yeah. I, yeah. I, I mean, Sonny Gray went, uh, went to what, the Cardinals. Um, supposedly, they're looking to trade Kepler and or Polanco. And, but the thing about it is, there have been so few moves all around baseball. Yeah, like there, you know, there have been some moves, but there have been, you know, it's just it just drags and drags on. And I will say this, the twins with this administration have had more of a history of making moves in January than before. So, oh, okay. right. yeah, it's not like the old days exactly, but uh, it's certainly not it's certainly not a great way to create excitement when you essentially no. when it feels like you're essentially shut down for business for the majority of the winter. Sonny Gray was the one guy at, you know, playoff time. He went, oh, God, we got Sonny Gray. Thank God. Right? Mm -hmm. So that's the first guy they let go. That's great. 
Oh, okay. So, so the one guy you could count on, he's the first to go. Correct? Uh, yeah. I, I mean, he had a great year. I think he was, he uh, if I'm not mistaken, he was third in, in American League Cy Young Award voting. Yeah. And, and I mean, Lopez had a great year, too. So he And, and he's back. But uh, yeah, that's a definitely that's definitely a big loss, and I I don't think they're going to come close to replacing him when it comes to the next pitcher. Like I think they're hoping right. that guys can you know step in and help. But Gray had a fantastic season. He did. He had a wonderful season. Now look, I mean you know Brittany Arneson, one of the all-time superheroes in sports, and and she do you realize she's never won the Cy Young Award? No, really. How's yeah. that fair? Look at this I, wall. It could be so many awards that could be so many yeah. awards. <laughs> yeah. Your bare wall behind you. Bear <laughs> I just assumed that they were all on the wall we can't see. No, there's Yeah, that's where the shooting comes is from. This. I have 100 years of Hubbard, baby. Oh, I got that here, too. We'll match up again, Brittany. Here we go. Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah, Brittany's so heavy. Brittany's got 100 years of Hubbard. Award and you've been here for what, like eight months, of those yeah. hundred years? Exactly right. How's that fair? All the rest of the world. Hero, <laughs> oh God! You know what's interesting about that? You take all your awards in the wall and all stuff. You guys have all won awards of some kind, I'm sure. Yeah. I wouldn't hang an award on my wall if you paid for it. If you bought the house from me, there was no way I'd hang those things in my house. I mean, it's nice to have them. It was great an honor and all the rest of it. But hang them up on the, say, you're in my living room. Would you like to see all the awards I've won? No, I don't care. Good. I'm glad you did. Uh, we so were discussing really? what to put up here. And I was thinking I have a Taylor Swift uh, poster that AJ gave me that I got framed. Or I could be do my high, high school diploma. So which, which one of the two? <laughs> Well, but Taylor Swift finished her shows. That's the big difference. Oh. See what I'm wow. Oh. Ah, what oh. I never finished high school. I tested out when I was 16. I never think I have a high school diploma, but I never finished high school. You don't need who the hell needs high school. It's not too late to go back, more. Tom. But I already well, had no. the diploma, so what do I need? He tested it? out. I tested so, out. So wait, wait, wait. Though you were, if you tested out, that means that at the age of 16, you were so smart that you didn't need to finish yes. high that's school. What, that's what I That's what I tell people, yes. <laughs> yeah. That's not like the Sid Hartman story where you just dropped out of high school and didn't and didn't get the diploma. So I love Sydney. I still miss him. I used to get calls from Sydney about 17 times a week. Uh, Bernard, what the hell are you saying now? They're all coming after me because they know we're friends. He would get yelled at because of me. <laughs> oh, God, I'm sure you love, I'm sure you absolutely love that, right? Oh, all his Sydney. close personal friends pissed off at you and then would <laughs> yell at him. So he would have to call you and relay why, why they were mad. That's awesome. That's great. No, it is wonderful. And, I, you know, his son is a great friend of mine. I really, I talked to him. I haven't talked to him in a couple of months, but I talked to him quite often. Sydney, his whole family. We used to meet over at the Lincoln Dell, and it, God, it was unbelievable. Which Lincoln Dell? The one right there on what used to be Highway 12, which is now oh, 394 yeah. and 100. Oh, yeah. That was the a one great right one. There. Yeah, well, well, that's the one where I had lunch with Sid Hartman and the and uh, the lead singer of Kiss. <laughs> Gene Simmons? Gene Simmons. Gene Simmons, Sid Hartman, and I had lunch at that Lincoln Dell. So I'm sitting here going, why am I here with two Jews? No, I didn't say that. I'm just 
I thought for a second I'd just be a horrible person like everybody else in the world with Jews. Now. Wait, wait, but you got to explain way. this. How how did this come to be? Like how not not so much you and Sid, no offense, but uh, how did Gene Simmons end up at this lunch? Gene Simmons used to just walk into the radio station once in a while. Uh-huh. I he if he was in town, he was going through town or whatever. He actually is a very very smart man and a really nice guy. He puts on this image like I'm a tough guy and I'm I'm gonna break the rules. But, it's all a scam. He does a great job. So he walks in one morning. He goes, Tom, what are you doing after the show? I said, I'm, I'm meeting a sports reporter for lunch. He goes, okay, I'll go with you. I said, okay, I guess you will. <laughs> so Sid and Gene Simmons and I had lunch at the Lincoln Dell. It was quite interesting. Oh, I'd love to. I'd pay for the picture of that lunch, wouldn't you guys? There is oh, a picture yeah, out absolutely. there somewhere. The three of There's, There is a picture out there somewhere. I don't have it, but. I could probably dig it. I, I wonder if, yeah, I don't know, maybe I could I could call Chad and see if it was passed down to Chad. Oh, God, that would be, I'd that love to see that. that. Yeah, it's when Gene Simmons, of course, is about 6'2", six, 6'3", six, so he's about eight feet taller than Sid and me. Yeah. And Sid is just, Sid was the, I loved Sid Hartman. I really did. He was the guy, he would get so whipped up. And I know that he was a stroke artist when it came to, you know, the Poe lads and people like that. He's that's the one thing I didn't like about Sid is he kind of sucked up to people. And I used to bitch at him all the time. I said, Sid, would you stop that? You're making it hard for everybody else. Uh, let me just tell you something. Of course, <laughs> it ended up being worth many, many millions of dollars. So apparently it worked. Well, so re- real estate, right? That That's the thing. Oh, yeah. Real estate is where yes, Sid made sir. his money. You are 100% correct. But, yeah, I mean, that's the thing I was trying to talk about with the loss of Ian Punnett and and – Pat Eberts and all the rest of it. You can be very happy at, at Christmas time. Then you find out a couple of your friends have, have passed away. You got to feel horrible for those families, no question. But then you look at all, look at your life and look at their life. Most of them, you know, probably had this wonderful life, celebrated a great life. So I, I just think you look back at all the, look at the things that have happened in all four of your lives that you never thought would happen. You've met people you never thought you would meet. You did things you never thought you'd be able to do. You know, like when AJ went over to Jeffrey Epstein's island. He never whoa, knew he was going to be. Whoa. Time out. Time out. Time out. <laughs> well, it was, it was on one flight, Tom. He didn't actually make it to the house. It was <laughs> I, the island. I got then... on the plane for the complimentary nuts and got right off. I did not leave the airport. I had to sign up something just to get on. I Look, I didn't leave the airport, okay? Yeah, he got his nuts and he left. Big <laughs> oh, 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 Brittany. Phrasing, phrasing, <laughs> complimentary. <laughs> I, I don't know how this went that direction, but I really enjoyed that. <laughs> he got his nuts and he laughed. He said, when are you going to retire? I'm not going to retire. If I get to sit and do this, you know what I mean? Why would I ever want to stop doing this? When you sit around the house, oh, look. Right. I can't even name it. What is a soap opera? I don't even know the names of them. Days uh, there of we go. our lives. Oh, that's actually it was really good. Fred Sanford. What's that? Days of Our Lives is actually really good. Oh, is it really? Yeah. During, when I was in college, I had uh, I had classes. My schedule allowed me to be basically at my house yes. around the time that it was. So to kill the time, I would do this thing called Days of Our Live tweets, where I would just watch and tweet about the show while I was watching. <laughs> sure. It was it was incredible. I got really into it. My mom got me into soap operas growing up, and she watched The Guiding Light, which eventually oh, got off the air. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Well, the girls must have been lined up. Anyway, <laughs> absolutely. Can't you tell? <laughs> girls, can't you tell? You do what? You tweet about soap operas? Mm, tell you me more. Really? <laughs> oh, okay. my God. Let's go out Friday. <laughs> if you watch Days of Our Lives, I want you to pronounce the title of that show like Fred Sanford. Oh, it's been too long. I can't do it. You want to hear it? Call yourself a fan. Yeah. No, yep. Yeah, you call yourself a fan. Like days through the I still, Oka. Sanford and Son is one of my favorite shows of all time. Because Lamont comes walking, he goes, hey, Pop, what are you doing? I'm watching Days of Our Lives. He said, our. <laughs> days <laughs> of Our Lives. <laughs> all right, we got to, that 15 minutes shot by, what the hell is that? I don't know. Them two well, you know what? Back. It's thanks to our teams here because they all suck. We don't want to talk about <laughs> yeah. it. Time flies when you're not talking about shitty Minnesota sports. Exactly. Okay, Jed, if I see your name in the Epstein list, I'll give you a call. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. <laughs> I, I just hope I was in first class. Well, yeah. I mean, that was just a given. Like, if I find out I was in coach, I'm going to be pissed off. I mean, it's a private plane. Isn't it all first class? I don't think they have, like... How do you know it was a private plane, Brittany? Were you on the flight? Oh. I got to go. (laughs) Yeah. Do you you still have your itinerary? (laughs) Hey, Tevin. Wow. Remember the rich Corinthian leather seats? Remember those? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Tell us what kind of champagne were they? They're all like exit rows. Didn't you know that? (laughs) You guys, this wasn't like a sun country flight to his private plane. Were there cheeseburgers? <laughs> Could you get a cheeseburger? Because yeah. I love those old Sun Country cheeseburgers. I don't know. Oh, sometimes when you hang out with rich people, they be eating lame food. So they be eating. There you go. <laughs> All right. uh, Judd, we shall talk to you. All. We're not going to talk to you again until next week. What the hell is that? I don't know, but you'll talk to Phil tomorrow and I'll see you guys again on uh, Tuesday. All right, young man. Looking forward to it. See ya. Bye. Thanks, Judd. Judd's all good. Ladies and gentlemen, score north, of course. We'll take a break. Be right back in a couple of seconds. We got Chris Eggert coming up. God, what a what a lineup. See, now that right there, that 25 minutes or whatever the hell it was, 27 minutes, makes my life. I love half hours like that. Yeah. That's how the show, that's how the show rolls so nicely. When everybody's on the same page, it's just fantastic. Oh, yeah. No question about it. And I know I haven't mentioned no, I did mention Brittany who's been on the plane before. So all three of I threw all three of you under the bus now with Epstein's Island. So that's good. Yes. But out of the three of us, AJ has spent the most time there. Yeah, only because I couldn't get the package of the nuts open. <laughs> <laughs> Those things are tough. That's the only problem we had. Jesus we shall be right back with Chris Eggert. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Do you guys think I'm unruly? I don't feel unruly at all. <clears throat> no. No, no. You're, no. you're quite no, unruly. Unruly. Hey, what's the name of the is there a lead anchor on channel five? Is there one anchor that's kind of like stands out? I know you you own the morning. Chris, is that, yeah. No, you're looking at him. Come on. I'm looking at him right now. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, sure you want to be we have different people for different teams. I don't um there's the primary evening anchors, there's the early evening, midday anchors, and then there's the morning. So 
I, I, I don't know who you would call the lead. Well, okay, but you you pointed to yourself, so you you would say you are the lead no, anchor. At, at no, I, I mean, that was obviously. A I joke. mean, I, I would. The other day, I was watching you on the news, and my girlfriend was like, "What are you watching?" And I was like, "I'm watching Chris's show." yeah and around the building chris makes us salute him when we see him or like when he walks into a room we all have to stand up until he does the he does the pj fleck thing if he walks into a room you have to stand up and applaud him yeah 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 Yeah, same story so the reason i asked you if you were the big anchor over there and now that i know you are it makes sense that your name was in uh, jeffrey Eckstein's list so it was you that that's right chris eggert is that what you're saying yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I am definitely not on that list. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not. Um, I have a question. Now, I have not looked at the list yet. I was going to look yeah. at the list, but I haven't looked at it yet. I know Bill Clinton's on there, and Bill Gates is on there, and all these different people are on. But does this list? It doesn't. Uh, I guess accuse them of being involved in filthy behavior and all the rest of it. It just says that they were on the island. Is that? the way I'm supposed to take it? Uh, well, that's hard to answer because right. a lot of what came out on this list is already out there anyway. In yeah. different, yep. um, so I, I don't know. I spent about two hours on it last night, kind of trying to deep dive into it and find out exactly what it meant. And um, on the island or the list? Like, well, the, the list itself. Oh, all right. Um, I don't know much about the island, nor do I really, honestly. Um, but th- it, it seems like there wasn't a lot of real big new revelations that came right. out of the list. It was just names that were already kind of out there in the first place. And I and I also think that it's important to say that just because someone's name or that there was an implication that they might have known Epstein or were involved in him doesn't necessarily mean that they were, um, you know, uh, what's the engaging in any kind of uh, illegal activity mm-hmm. with underage girls either. So uh, channel five is Chris Eggers brought to you by Mr. Money talk, Josh Arnold call Josh today for your free 48 minute evaluation at nine, five, two, nine, two, five, five, six, oh, eight channel five is Chris Eggert with us this morning. Ladies and gentlemen, I have not looked at the list. I've just seen some of the names like they threw out there uh, on the national news. Anybody from Minnesota on the list? Not that I've seen. No. No Minnesotans at all? No, not that I've seen. I guess that doesn't surprise me because that's pretty much an East Coast thing, isn't it? Going to an island and having sex with underage girls? No, no, no. I mean the people on the list were mostly from the <laughs> I just meant the people on the list. Not what they were doing with their wiener, okay? I don't, I don't really want to talk about that. <laughs> and then I took out my package. Yeah, oh, great. God. Um, I mean, it definitely seems to be centered around an, an elite group of people, um, many of whom have come from the East Coast. Yeah, well, that's all I was saying. And then you had to muddle it all up by causing Sorry. problems on the show. Yeah, I have not looked at the list yet. It's 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 out there. Um, I guess I'm not surprised on any of the names that I've seen, but I've not looked at it. Aren't there like 200 some names on the list? Yeah, but I don't think all those names came out. And it's also like not a list like you would think of, like Santa's list of names. It's like it's a bunch of different court (laughs) cases and documents and I don't know, like 250 documents that, again, a lot of it would have already been out there. So it's sort of been weeded through over the last, 
I don't know, since it came out last night, what it was about seven o'clock or something, I think is when it, yeah, it dropped. Right. So yeah. Uh, no, no Minnesota's on uh, Minnesotans on that yet. Hopefully but not. you just mentioned, so I wonder if Santa's name is on the list. Santa Claus went to Jeffrey Epstein's Island. Is it Epstein or Epstein? Epstein. Epstein. It's EP. Yep. Mm-hmm. Epstein. See, I, I don't even, uh, that's how closely I pay attention to these scumbags like him. That guy was a complete filthy dirt bag. Did you ever see his picture before he had all that plastic surgery? Uh-uh. I mean, that boy had tons of plastic surgery. You know who he looked just like? He looked exactly like a short version of Andre the Giant. <laughs> really? I'm not kidding. You. If somebody would look up a picture of him from back when he was in like his early 20s, he looks exactly like a, he has the big puffy hair like he had and that really homely face. He was hideous when he was like in his early 20s. And he started getting the old, he, he took her to Mako, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Get in there and jack that face up. Make it look better, man. He did a good job because he was a pretty handsome guy by the time they were done working him over, wasn't he? Did he get the 199 paint job <laughs> deal that they always offer at Mako every year? And I'm always like, that might be a pretty good deal. And then never, never get around to it. I guess. I don't I still don't understand that this whole situation, like, okay, so you're going to go to this guy's jet. You're going to fly over to his island. And then you're going to have sex with women that he brought along. Where's the joy in that? I don't really like having sex with people to me has always been this. What a great thing. But going to some island to have sex with some young person, you don't even where what's the rush there? I don't understand what the attraction is to that kind of thing. Well, and that's what I wonder if it's um, how much I mean, this is what I don't know. how much was even known about what happened if you if if Jeff invited yeah. you for the weekend? To, hey, why don't you why don't you come out to the mm-hmm. island? You know, like I've I've gone on trips with buddies before on a deal like that, not their own plane and not their own island, but right, like right. you know, did the people when they went along like yeah, sure, Dad, Jeffrey invited me out to the island uh, when to go? Did they know what they were getting into? Did, I mean, that's that's the kind of stuff that I, I would be interested to see the the greater detail on that. Yeah, that stuff's got to be pretty. I mean, have you guys ever been to a very wealthy person's house in Minnesota? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they have things in their house like, why do you have that? Look, look at that. I have a mummy in the corner. Like, why do you have a mummy in your living room? Yeah. And the hell is that? And a lot of times it's like the houses, if you're at a a party and there's so many different rooms and the house is huge, you don't know what's going on, you know, 20 rooms down somebody's doing something illicit so yeah there's a lot of people that potentially could be caught in the crossfire where their name is on this list just because they happen to be in the wrong place at the wrong time you guys want to see that uh, young jeff epstein yeah yeah oh i'd love to see it all right if you put up one picture (laughs) all i'm saying all right here it is actually though (laughs) see doesn't Ah. he yeah, absolutely. He looks like Andre the Giant. He looks like a young Andre the Giant a little bit. I can see that. He looks like Dave Killer Carlson from Slapshot. <laughs> That's not a good picture, I would say. It's no. And by the way, that is a good picture of him at that age. That's the best picture I've ever seen him because usually he's much more hideous than that. Well, he is. I'm just, you know, whatever. He's a dead rich guy. What's he going to do? That's true. Right? Yeah. Was he going to fight back? What's he going to do? Put you in a flight log? Exactly. Ooh, exactly. Probably not. Probably not. Well, he's not, he's not putting anybody anywhere right now. But <laughs> It would be the greatest 
if he did invite me on there and they put my name on the list and then everybody else canceled because of that. I have no problem with I have no problem with going to the island and having sex with underage girls, but I'm definitely not going with Tom Bernard. Yeah, that's, that's where I draw the line. <laughs> Whoa, no way. There's no wine left. Is Tom here? <laughs> yeah, baby. Uh, before we move on, I was at a very wealthy guy. This guy's a billionaire many years ago. He had not one, but two fully stuffed giraffes in his living room. Damn. I mean, giraffes are, what are they, like 12 feet tall? I think it's taller than that, maybe. It's but... taller than that, probably. Yeah. These things went way up through this, like, atrium kind of thing. It <laughs> is kind of, like, not very classy to have not a set. Like, if you only had one, <laughs> yeah. that would yeah, be... Sure. Yeah. That yeah. is true. I think that's true, because Brittany. You definitely want yeah. the matching set. Mm. You gotta have two. You can't just go with one. No, right. it's just weird. Only poor I people have one. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, now that I think of, you bring that up, Tom, it is weird. I, um, and I'm not like I haunt, I, I shoot things. I'm guilty of it. I, we may have killed a squirrel in our backyard on Christmas. <laughs> it was at the bird feeder. Rest in peace. Everybody's making a sign at a cross. That's good. Um, but there's definitely a rich guy thing with going yes. and shooting wild game. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. Then, displaying wild game um i mean that that's that is uh definitely a thing and i think to me it's just a it's just another way to show your wealth you know it's a different way no of showing doubt. your wealth yeah. because every one of those trips costs an s ton of money and to make them happen costs an s ton of money to get them back to the united states like the whole thing oh god yes that's expensive as hell there's no doubt Crazy about expensive. that I don't get it. I, I just, we have a picture of uh, Clayton, who was the first dog that Catherine and I ever owned. That's the picture we have of an animal. That's it. We didn't that stuff was... him and put him in the, in the. Uh... That would be terrible. I was so scared where that story was going. So was I. I was like, that, out of everything we've said today, that would have been the worst yep. thing, which is saying a lot because this show has gotten dark today. There's a fair <laughs> amount what? of people who stuff their dead pets, which they is do. crazy they do, to me. Yep. I could no, no, no. I agree. And just staring but, at no. you, being all with its all dead eyes, and you're like, "Oh, Sargy." By the way, let me just point out: living on the farm when we did out there in Dayton, Minnesota, whenever anything died, guess who had to carry the carcass out to bury it? Andy. Yeah, no. It was Alex. Not Alex. <laughs> yeah, it was Catherine and Alex. That's exactly. Although that was my little brother. Every odd pet, because he loved animals, we'd have like bunnies or whatever else. And anytime Aww. an animal died, he would, you know, shoebox or whatever else, bear in the backyard. We had a whole little pet cemetery yeah. set up. Yeah. See, very sweet. So, is there any big Minnesota news we should know about, Chris? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna briefly bring this up. Um, cause we don't have time to really get into it, but, um, there was another woman who was shot last night by a stray bullet in Minneapolis lady was just sitting in her apartment. So if you're keeping track, you, you had that happen. This is on Oak park Avenue, no arrest made. You had a little girl who was hit in the eye or not right near her eye with a stray oh, bullet on new man. year's Eve. A little bit before that, there was a little boy in St. Paul who was hit by a stray bullet like in what world is it it is it just an everyday occurrence where people are just getting hit by stray bullets like i, I don't know 
I don't know where the outrage is. I don't know what you do about it, but it's, it's insane to think about. You know what that is? Stupid college bullshit. That's what it is because everybody's told, Oh, you've been a victim your whole life. So you need to go live your life and uh, you can do nothing wrong. And they're told their whole lives that they've been picked on or everybody's a racist or everybody's a homophobe everybody. That's what's causing all this anger. They're the people who tell you that are making a lot of money by telling you that. And then look what happens. People get killed and the people making all the money off of those bullshit stories never get touched. I, it drives me insane, but they do that. They do it every day. You know, one thing I would close that line by saying is I learned from several older men when I was a kid and there was bait, pick them and choose them. One of every type. They said, Tom, the one thing you got to learn in life, if everybody is racist, then no one is racist. I thought that was a brilliant line that was delivered to me as a little boy. I thought it was brilliant. It's true. If everybody's one thing, then nobody's one thing. That makes sense to you, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what's your, what they basically said a little bit, but yeah. Yeah. But basically what they said was if that's human behavior, we're all human. So we're all guilty of it. I thought it was a brilliant comment. I, I mean, I, I don't, who the hell knows what, what it is culturally where we, I don't know. I, it's just, to me, it's as, as somebody who does this for a living and talks about it every day yeah. and it becomes such, it becomes such a routine thing for us to start every newscast by reading through three yeah. or four different shootings that happen like, getting shot is a traumatic experience. We, we just talked about three people who have, whose lives will be changed forever mm -hmm. if they live because of that. And the fact that it's happening that often to so many people, and it sort of goes in one ear and out the other uh, of our culture, it's just messed up. I, yeah. I don't know what, I don't know what to say beyond it, that, but. Chris, could the red flag law that uh, Walls passed through or that went into effect in January, could that start to kind of curtail some of these shootings or no? I mean, until you start pinning down who it is that's firing the guns up into the mm -hmm. air, right. I, I don't I don't know that it would because that the red flag law changes is people who are known to family and friends and or law enforcement or the courts then that's how that process goes to stop them from having the weapons. Mm -hmm. um, is, is that what's happening in these cases where people are being hit by stray bullets? I don't know because, you know, until somebody's arrested or any of these weapons are identified or anything, it, you know, it'd be hard to say, but. Well, what's interesting about that is I've talked to Catherine about this quite a bit that, you know, when you go after people, when, when the media, whether it's, you know, podcasting or radio or television or newspapers, or whatever, when they go after an individual just because they don't agree with his politics or her politics uh, or they don't like this or they don't like that. I often wondered about that. When you sit back at night, do you realize you, you, you've ruined not only his or her life, but their spouse's life, their children's life? You've just made about five, six, seven people miserable when six of them didn't even deserve it. Why would you do something like that? It makes no sense to me. This throwing the, the race card around and throwing the this card around and that card, it's very, very damaging because so many people uh, in the extended family get hurt by that.
People don't care. They don't give a shit who, who they harm as long as they're right. That's a huge problem, right? Yeah. Makes no sense to me. Like, I'm going to try to ruin AJ's life right after the show as an example for tomorrow's show. It's going to build gonna character. Ruin. It's going to build a lot of character. I'll be honest. AJ's um, AJ admitting that he used to live tweet days of our lives is. Yeah. is That's damning oh, enough. Yes. Although I, have... I admire it, AJ, because I too uh, will have at different points in my life gone down the rabbit hole on soap operas. I never thought to live tweet them, but. But life has changed. It does raise a lot of questions about AJ. Just like what's. What's AJ yeah. all about? I'm, I'm like an onion. Just peel back the layers. You're going to find something else. <laughs> oh, really? You're going to peel back some layers? Are we? Absolutely. <laughs> I love it. I, I bet you that, I bet you those tweets about a day of our lives are probably yeah. pretty popular. Like, all the other crap that's on the internet, I would find that very entertaining. See, I, I, I thought it was like genuinely entertaining for me. Like it was a fun way to kill yeah. an hour. And that's all that matters. AJ, during yeah. the last break, I just went through so many of your tweets trying to go back and they quit in June 2023. Like there's a set time your tweets end. I don't know why, but I just spent so much time scrolling to try to find these tweets to just start saying them to see if you'd notice. No, he saw you coming, Brittany. That's what it was. He scrubbed it. That's uh, he scrubbed it. That they they change like their way that they refresh stuff. Like you have to like yeah. search for a certain thing. So I think I did the hashtag like Days of Our Life tweets. Like if you put my handle and that hashtag, I'll, you're gonna find I'll some find stuff. It. Absolutely, yeah, I'm on it. Well, know what I'm doing later. All right, I gotta go, you guys. <laughs> you do indeed. Clark Thank you. Kent. Hey, he's Clark Kent. You're absolutely right. I can right. see the teleprompter, but I can see this monitor because it's close enough to my face. That works, Pally. All right, Chris. Thank you, sir. Bye, guys. See ya. Ladies and gentlemen, Channel 5's Chris Eggert is brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh today for your free 48-minute evaluation at 952-925-5608. We shall take a break. Be right back. Some great guests coming up at the top of the hour. No question.